Ready, uh, go for launch. Five. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Anything can happen in the next half hour. Four. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. This whole thing is insane. Three. Quiet, please. I am analyzing. Where's the kaboom? Two. There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. One. Join the crew of Planet 8 as we podcast live at a listener's party at the Seven Stars Bar in San Jose, California. All right. So, uh, straight away, Karen, Bob, I wasn't sure if you were aware of this, but being that this is a Star Wars-themed bar, we are very fortunate to have a lightsaber club here with us today. Uh, the uh, South Bay Lightsaber Club. Come on down. Yeah, yeah we got a please. Mic for you. Okay, one, two, three. Here we go. All right. Now we're in a Star Wars bar, so you all know what a lightsaber is, right? Yeah. All right. Come on up, guys. All right. So Thanks for being here. Stand, stand right there. It's good. And now, please introduce yourselves. Have a microphone. Here we go. Hi, I'm Sean. I'm Jessica. All right, welcome Sean and Jessica to the show. Now, I own several lightsabers, and this is Chief Engineer Bob. Chief Engineer Bob, who owns no, no lightsabers. No, no, I, I don't have one of those. I have one of the, you know. Oh, that's cool. You got like a, a case too. So you got to remember, this is going at, we're recording this for an episode. Right. Which is not video, so you'll have to, like, explain what people are doing. Yeah, yeah, get the mic and you have to explain what, what's special about this particular lightsaber. Well, this is the one from the Galaxy's Edge. So if, oh, you've, if you guys have had a chance Edge. to go do the lightsaber experience, I recommend it highly. Um, it actually comes apart and they actually, get, you get to choose a kyber crystal to place wow. in your lightsaber. And one of the cool things I noticed about the Galaxy's Edge is that it actually has an LED strip in it, so it ignites properly wow. like a real lightsaber. So if anyone wants to come check this out, this is cool. This one is actually, and they have five different kinds that you can build based on the uh, parts. This one is, of course, power and domination. So, of course, <laughs> Sith. <laughs> um, there's elemental, there's justice and forces, all kinds of other cool things. So I highly recommend it. Um, if you get a chance to go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh, you need the Disney app. Very, very important. You cannot get into the Build-A-Droid, the Cantina, or the Lightsaber Experience without booking it through the Disney app. I almost made that tragic mistake mm. and was not in to get the Lightsaber Experience. I couldn't get into the Cantina, but I got into the Lightsaber Experience. So please, if you're going to go, get the app and learn from my mistake. So I guess the question, the burning question on everybody's mind is, how much are these? Uh, $200. And it actually has clash and sound, which is pretty good. And they also have the, um, the other ones. You can get um, the legacy lightsabers there, too. From, you have, they have the legacy Darth Maul. They have um, uh, the Emperor Palpatine. They have, um, oh, wow. yeah, they have a whole bunch. You can actually go into the lightsaber shop and pick out any one of the le legacy lightsabers, and those are all, all lightsabers are $200. Cool. And, and so, uh, the reason we brought you up here, you have this kind of a lightsaber because 
because we are lightsaber team. <laughs> All right. Now, how did you guys form your lightsaber team? Did you come into it, or is this something you guys created? Or give us a little background, please. Well, I was recruited into it. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, All right. Who's the boss here? Uh, the boss actually could not make it today, but oh, okay. it, it's um, pretty much we are a functional fitness kind of group where we combine um, fandom and fitness together and have a good time. And we have one giant rule. Don't be mean and no bullying. <laughs> that is a very good rule. So, where, so where is it located if somebody here wants to get involved? Are you like local or? Yeah, we are actually all over. We have a chapter here. I'm a second in charge of the chapter here in San Jose. We have a chapter in the Santa, in the Cupertino Santa Clara area. We have a chapter um, up in the um, the north up up, up, in the, up towards the East Bay in the San Mateo area. We have another chapter up in Sacramento, and we just we have another chapter that just formed down in uh, Lemur in Lemur, California. We also have a chapter in Prague, Czechoslovakia, and uh, we are working on a chapter in Chicago, which is. My project at the moment, I'm from Chicago. I met oh. Lightsaber Team at Celebration Chicago this past year. and Nice. Just really clicked with the vibe. Cool. We're all here for fandom and fitness, and uh, we all know that uh, one of our big things is to be humble. And uh, so we all know that no matter how good you are, there's still more you can learn. Well, I'm, I'm great friends uh, with another Bob, Bob Jensen, and he uh, was explaining. He joined the group, and having a great time with you guys. Now, you can see on the Interocitor, Karen has some Star Wars pictures up there. Uh, Luke's green lightsaber. Now, would you guys be willing to um, set up a lightsaber team up in the spy satellite uh, orbiting Planet 8? With, uh, Karen, is there room up there for a team? Well, you know, the, it, it's tiny corridors, so I don't know that we could actually do any dueling up here, you know. Well, you don't but, want to puncture uh, any of the satellites, yeah, so I guess that... if you the wall, then we're just all sucked out into space. So well, actually, I, I do specialize in reverse grip dual wield, so that oh. is made for close quarters combat. So, yeah, you Maybe would be smaller work. lightsabers? Oh, I can teach you. Okay. <laughs> we'll just have to beam you up somehow, you know. So, Maybe so Bob can engineer the interocitor to actually, you know, transport matter or something. We could send him up there and figure something out, I'm sure. That would be... Yeah. You guys can go to Prague. You could go up to the spy satellite. Why we'll, not? We'll figure... Now, let me ask you something. So, if someone wanted to find you guys on the internet, um, what, what's some good websites or uh, what's the best way to get part of the group? Uh, you can find us on lightsaberteam.com. Okay. The website as well as uh, on our Facebook page, the Lightsaber Team Facebook page, okay. and uh, Lightsaber Team Instagram. Okay, cool. So, so you're on the interwebs, you got social media. Um, do we need to have a lightsaber to join the team, or do you guys provide? We, you do not need a lightsaber to join the team. We actually work with the Mercs, so and we actually have build days, so we can work with and building your own lightsaber. Um, we have loaners that we usually use, and we, we start people off with uh, pretty much just using kind of like the, the stick type pipes and working up and then um, build go from there. But it's up to people. We, we, uh, we, don't, we don't restrict on certain kinds of lightsabers. Okay. One of the styles that in which we do train with is the, um, we train with the, what we're known for our, our, our dual wield, um, the double-ended, the double-ended sa okay. uh, staff saber, as well as the Yari spear saber. Cool. Yeah, count me in on one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, guys, thank you very much for coming here and talking with us. We really appreciate your time, and um, 
you never know we might beam down and join you guys some uh we would love to have time. you come for a workout and come train with us thank you thank there you, you appreciate it all thank right you very much everybody oh, hold on i have to get a selfie with the group because you know oh, okay. oh absolutely absolutely all right so make sure uh, we got the uh, interocitor fired up. Karen's okay. We're good. We check. Karen, get ready to smile. All right. <laughs> and a selfie time. All right. They're all there. Hey, we one, two. Great. Got it. All right. Feel free to tag us. Feel free, uh, you know, all that stuff. Appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, all right. Let's you. do it again for them. All right. All right. Now, those of you who have been listening for a while... Today is a very special day. May I please have Ensign Debbie and Ensign Jasmine come up to the podium? Yeah, let's give them a round of applause. Where is she? She's hiding. All right. Well, while Ensign Jasmine makes her way up, I'm going to read. Uh, is this camera uh, Karen's? Yep. I'm going to put that on. Very uh, you nice. see that, Karen? Very nice. All right. So, then, this, I'm going to read what it says here. This promotion certificate is for promotion to Lieutenant Debbie, by the authority granted to me by the Planet 8 Podcast High Command, I do hereby attest to and certify that the above-named cadet has performed their duties above and beyond the standards and ethics of command and are thereby promoted to lieutenant with all benefits and responsibilities of said rank dated star date 10 20 2019 your ever 11 commander congratulations hey. and <laughs> being being that this ceremony took place in a Star Wars themed uh, environment. It is only fitting. Also, give you a Star Wars medal. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right. All right, where is Ensign Jasmine? Jasmine? Approach the podium, please. Again, by the authority granted to me by the Planet 8 Podcast High Command, I do hereby attest to and certify that the above-named cadet has performed their duties above and beyond the standards and ethics of command and are thereby promoted to lieutenant with all the benefits and responsibilities of the rank. Dated today, 10-20-2019. Congratulations, cadet is lieutenant! And, and you two get... They are speechless. Speechless. And... Uh, all right. And here is your really cool, awesome... Star Wars medal! Yay! All right. Moving right along, we have another guest that has beamed over to Planet 8. Cosplayer extraordinaire, Don Bishop. Don, could I have you come up to the podium, please? Where is Don? Give Don a round of applause, Don! I can just say, just coming from the Hesline current from the Planet of the Apes. All right. Yeah, okay. It's a pleasure to be here, Bob and Larry. Take the microphone, sir. The mic, there you sir. go. There you go. Thank fantastic. you. How many cosplayers do we have here today? 
people Con that actually players. do goofy stuff like me go out there and, and show the, the type of characters that they love and all these years that they love and they just adore they like to present them to at conventions. How many there's cosplayers? Like Let's see some hands. <laughs> oh, come on, there's gotta be somebody out there Not, who likes to do goofy stuff like this. Oh, come on. Love it. Love it. Well, <laughs> actually, Don, I do have a uh, Star Trek and a Jedi costume that I purchased. I didn't make it my, myself, so I... You I'm are a, the man. I'm, I'm a halfway cosplayer. All right. But uh, so, I do have some, like, Batman pajamas. Does that, <laughs> does that count? Maybe? <laughs> I got uh, some Ultraman underwear, too. Is that, oh, there you go. I, I'm going to leave that one alone. No, we don't, yeah, we don't need to see that, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, any cosplaying going up there in the satellite? Uh, well, I'd rather not talk about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, we'll, no, we'll, no, cosplaying. No. We'll beam you up a lightsaber and a costume, and we'll see what happens next time. You know, anything could happen, really. <laughs> okay, uh, Bob, uh, what got you into the world of cosplay, my Don. friend? What, uh, Don, sorry, Don. Yes, Don. There you go. And, and just what call was, me Commander Kilgoff, the Klingon Empire. Commander Kilgoff. For, for, for those who are just listening and don't see, Don is resplendent in a uniform of Taylor from Planet of the Apes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, with the ANSA yes. patch. How'd you get into it, and what was your first cosplay that you uh, made for yourself? TOS Klingon. I Way back that. in the days yes. of when we had the Red Hour festivals in the Bay Area. Wow. Bob Wilkins of the 1970 Creature Feature era, he hosted that, and it was way back at uh, Lincoln High School in San Francisco. That's, that's going back. Now, I thought Bob was old, but you... you oh, wait a second. Been too, around a while. Been, all right, that, that's going back a ways. Yes, I've been around a while. So My now, first one, a, a TOS Klingon. I, I've seen your Mugato costume. Absolutely. I have seen uh, your Apes uh, costume. There you go. Um, that, well, he's well, not B9. No, that would be no, Eric E. That's B9. Yeah. No, never done B9. That's uh, another cosplayer. But you do a character from Lost in Space. Yes, I do. And what would that be? That would be the infamous. I don't know. Let's go back in time. Remember Lost in Space? Remember the original show? Yeah. They had the evil antagonists of the robot known as the Satacons. Okay, you got to go back. Anybody remember the Satacons? uh, Nobody remembers that, but... Is this anyway, a black, black yeah. mask with a derby, basically? Right. Whenever, I've, I've whenever the B9... Felt, I've never felt so old in all my life. We have all these blank stares coming yes, out of the audience, and we're the only ones like, <laughs> you I know, said. those guys from Lost in Space. Karen's nodding her head. She knows who we're talking about. Whenever I, B9 I shows remember. up, this is a No, show. Karen's too young. All right, well... No, I just don't remember it. Okay, all right. If so, you saw them, you'd remember them. Okay. Probably some of your listeners, the old timers, they remember that. I, I would think so. I would yeah. think so. I, I was yeah. just having a little fun. So, Don, what was one of the most challenging costumes you worked on? Oh, definitely. Hands down, from the second season of TOS Star Trek, the Magatu has got to be the most challenging the costume Magatu. to be in. Yes, it is. Okay, you guys got to remember the Magato from uh, Star Trek, right? You know what a Magato is. The big gorilla. The white white gorilla with a horn. Yeah. From an episode known as the Private Little War second season. So, and and this costume looked good. What what did you, you told me you took a gorilla suit? Took a gorilla suit. You dyed it white. Nope, it was already white. It was already white. And made latex horns. Okay, Took a uh, metal cord and put it down the spine and put fur around it for the tail. And that gives it substantial for the, and Velcroed it all on 
and wow. connected all of the uh, the spines to it, all of the, the fins to it, all the latex, and then put a latex horn on the top. So where, where do you find a white gorilla suit? You got to look, man. You gotta just got to dig. <laughs> you just got to dig, man. Uh -huh. You just got to dig around, do a lot of networking, talking to a lot of people. Right. Well, where can I get this? Where can I get that? Let's kick it up to the satellite for a minute. Karen, do you have any burning questions with regards to cosplay that you want to know that uh, sure. have Dawn here? So so, like, what's the one uh, costume or, or creature that you wanted to do that you just decided, man, that's too complicated to do? Oh, man. Alien. Now, oh, alien. yeah. And Predator. Mm -hmm. now, did, did, Those two are totally badass, and I would love to do them. Did, did you even attempt no, not yet. to do either one of those? Number okay. one, budget. Budget. Number two, uh, just material and technical know-how. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Those two I'd love to do. Those Alien, are good. Alien sure. and Predator, yeah. Yeah, and I, I've seen a few at, at conventions, but they're hard to do right. I mean, Extremely. You, you see them, but sometimes you see them and you're like, well, they tried really hard. But they're totally cool. <laughs> or some, I mean, they're sometimes just... Sometimes they do really good, but yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, we have a friend, Barry Evans, who has a screen-accurate Predator. And there and, it is. Uh, there's like a whole club of guys that do the predator suits. Right, yeah. and Alien yeah. too. Yeah. Some aliens out yeah. there. So it, Xenomorph. It, it's kind of like the uh, 501st, but uh, xenomorphic in nature, be it a predator, alien, or is yes. it like a club? Yes. Okay. There's a whole subculture out there that are big fans of that. Just oh. like apes, just like Star Trek, just like Star Wars, yeah. just like Logan's Run, yeah. you know, all of that. There's, a, there's always subcultures out there that are fans of that type of thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that is good to know, Don. Uh, if, if people want to uh, take a look at a uh, closer look at cosplay, do you have a presence on social media, or is there a club that you belong to? Or yes, sir, there is. Absolutely. I belong to the USS Independent Star Trek Fan Club in Sacramento. Come on, look at their uh, website, and come on up and visit us. They're very socially active. They do several charities. They have a Klingon night every March. And it's a, they do a lot of stuff in the community. It's really great organization, USS Independence in Sacramento. All right. Well, thank so you. I realize you just on. plugged a Star Trek club and a Star Wars bar, right? <laughs> That's sacrilege. Watch, watch well, your back as you're going out today. The Dark Lord of the Sith is waiting for me over there right now. <laughs> he's he's he dressed is. up as Taylor. I mean, you know, come on. You got a schizophrenic man. I'm, I'm all over the map. It's I like the one triangle. Movie another movie and another movie. <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much. Let's give a hand for Dawn. Thank you, Dawn. Let's hear it for Bob. Let's hear it for Larry. Hey. Yeah. And let's thank hear it for the sir. microphone. Here All we go. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, here we are. Karen, Bob, and Larry together again. Podcast. Sort of, kind of. Sorry. Sort of, kind of. This is pretty cool. Um, if you guys have never seen the Interocitor up close and in person, it's pretty cool. We, we, uh, Oh, shoot, we forgot to post a video on Facebook. Well, you know, we might be doing some Facebook Live here today. Okay, all right, yeah, we, we could what? still do some Facebook Lives. We'll see. Uh, maybe throw some stuff out on the interwebs. Uh, let me ask you guys, do we have anyone out in the audience who has ever wanted to be on a podcast before? Anybody have anything interesting they do or interesting stuff they collect or if, stories? If, or? if you can answer yes to that question... Please come up to come the podium. Up. We have some questions for you. Come on, don't dun, be shy. Dun, 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 dun. It's only audio. It doesn't matter how you look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That, that's why we've been doing this for over a year. <laughs> yes, we have faces wow, for audio. nobody. And that's our show. Thank you, Thank everyone, you for much. showing up. <laughs> Kevin D'Antonio, come up to the mic. <laughs> oh, come on. I got some great collectibles I'd like to pass on. Oh, Don's back. Don's back. Don's back. Give it a mic. I'll tell you what, a really cool thing to collect is the Outer Limits action figures. Who remembers the old Outer Limits TV series? Hey. Yeah! Hey. The Thaden. Uh, the uh, Man from the Future. Okay? Those were great action figures. The Ebonite. The Xanti Misfits. I'll tell you what. Those I'm were all about great. the Xantis, I tell you. I'm all about the Xantis. Those were great. How many here remember the Xanti Misfits? Well, yeah. Can little, we... Come on, little ant guys. Animated yeah. by the great Jim Danforth. Absolutely. One of the great animators of our time. So that is a really cool uh, collectible item. 12-inch uh, action figures. And they came out with about six of them, and they were really neat to have. I'm, I, thought I'm they had, to get them I thought they had, like, the soldier and the commander, right? Or the No, they don't have the that Michael Ansara soldier one. Oh, really? No, they don't have that one. Oh, okay. They have uh, the uh, David McCallum sixth finger fi figure. No, from, I'm talking about the Xantis. Yes, they, they had a couple yeah, different ones, right? Yeah. Sideshow, right? Right, Sideshow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, they're really good. So uh, if you uh, into collectibles, those are really cool to get because they're hard to find nowadays. So let's hear it for the Outer Limits action figures. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Don. Yeah, I know uh, Karen fights some uh, Xanti misfits every once in a while. We get an infestation up in the satellite. Karen, how are you doing up there today? We're doing pretty good today. You know, there's no invasions or anything. I think everybody just wanted a break. You know, it's, it's been kind of peaceful, you know, some half-hearted passes by with the spaceships and stuff, but, you know, they just kind of yell things, but they haven't actually done anything, so All right. it's been All okay. Right. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, you know, we, we do our best to keep you uh, stocked with repellent and uh, bats and things of that nature to keep the Xanti at bay. Uh, problem we well, keep having with Planet Nine, uh, it, it, it just gets ridiculous after a while. So I'll tell you, um, turn my mic down a little bit. If you guys have ever been to like Niles and Fremont, there's a place over there called Mantiques, which is really cool. So let's bring Joe and Mike up here. Yeah. Mike was uh, playing all the music before we got up here. So where's Mike? Mike. Mike. Where'd he go? Joe? Oh, man. You have to check and make sure you're actually powdering his nose at the moment. <laughs> How about Joe? Come up here, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. All right. Welcome, welcome. All right, Joe is Thank the you. owner of Mantiques over in Fremont. Now, yep, yep. now, Joe, I better not see that Gort over in Mantiques on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We were just talking about that, and the way that this came to me pretty much... Uh, in the case, I'm going to have to keep it. All right, all right. That's I'm good. glad That's you got that. Glad I love it. That. Thank you. This is so cool. This is a really, really cool place. Really, really cool podcast. Really, really cool DJ. Oh, there's Mike. Having coming a lot here. of fun. Okay. All right, hey. Mike's coming up too. Mike and Joe are co-owners. Hello. Now, give us a little history. How did we come about Mantiques? How did you wind up in Niles? How long have you been there, and how can we find you? Okay, okay, so basically, uh, 
I've been garage selling since I was five years old. I'm thinking Mike is in the same position. Uh, we open the store with things that we like, you know, and it was geared towards guys and uh, it kind of really like took off and made a lot of girls jealous that there's a place just for guys. <laughs> and then the fact that there was a place just for guys attracted all of them too. And uh, yeah, nine years on Niles Boulevard. It's a really special place. It was kind of like destiny. I wasn't even looking for a place in Niles and the landlord told me, hey, I have a place in Niles for you. And this is kind of what the town is about. And I originally moved it, I originally opened the store, but when I saw how cool that the town was, I said, hey, I gotta move here. I moved there and brought a lot of friends uh, with me on this journey. And yeah, it's actually a really special town, historically protected. Charlie Chaplin was making movies there 100 years ago. A lot of history, a lot of culture. And it's like one of those small town towns that you think you might find in like the Midwest or something like that, but no, it's actually right here in Niles. It, it reminds me That's like of, classic, classic Americana, basically, over there. Exactly. It's, it's like that classic Twilight Zone episode, Willoughby. Willoughby, when he's on the train and, Willoughby. you know, you, you stop and it's like frozen in time. Last stop, The architecture, yeah. the, the shops. These places are being crushed all across the country. They don't want places yeah. like this anymore. Well, it, it's a lot of fun. I take the train sometimes down to San Jose and they have that shark fin. It's gone now. Or is it still there? Maybe it fell over. But there's like a little a pond that fills up in the winter. And there's the Jaws shark fin up in that pond. As you travel by the train, you see it in the back where the train museum is. Like yes, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. A train museum, we have a historical uh, uh, silent movie film museum. Yeah. Lots of, lots of great stuff in Niles. You could spend a whole day there at almost any time. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays are kind of slow, but on a weekend, lots of restaurants to choose from, lots of antique stores to choose from. Mantiques ends up being more of a collectible spot instead of just antiques because not everybody's into antiques anymore and kind of like going with the, going with the flow, going with the pop culture and a lot of toys there too. Well, it, it's, it's not very often that Karen is uh, given a pass off the satellite, but next time <laughs> she has a pass and we're able to come down to, uh, to the Niles area, I don't, I, we've never been there, have we, Karen? No, I don't think so. No, yeah. Um, Bob and I can oh, neither attest. Neither of you? Oh, no, I've been neither there. Neither of you have been there? No, I haven't, I, I haven't been I've there. I've been there Karen. many times. Thank you. Thank you, Captain. Yeah. And picked up many things. <laughs> I've, I've been there on a number of occasions, and uh, the last thing I got was some Star Wars Marvel Hero Cups. Oh, yeah. So I, I have those hanging up in the... It's in all the, impulse stuff, stuff you don't need. But, uh, yeah, stuff yeah, exactly. You want. It's stuff you don't think you need, but you've always <laughs> wanted. Uh, so, or once you see it, you just have to have it. Yeah, and I can also attest that I've never taken my wife there with me, so <laughs> I'm able to pick That's up some a good things. Idea. And, good and she'll idea. be like, "Honey, where'd that come from?" I'm like, "Oh, it was in the garage." Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. she's a lieutenant now. She can't. Uh, that, uh, she can't question. Oh, actually, it. she's here too. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> she's not. Whoops. She's in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a minute. <laughs> For a minute. Um, All right, Mike. So, so, how did you get involved yeah, with the whole thing? Please. Oh, what are we asking here? How did you how get involved get in, with Mantiques? Well, you know, I mean, basically, how I got involved with Mantiques was um, kind of organically. We just kind of met each other out there uh, picking. Um, what I did first off the bat was obviously I, I DJ, so I was always at the flea markets and garage sales and the states. I was looking for records and 
just weird stuff that I could get on wax and stuff just so I could play out or entertain myself, you know what I mean? Uh, but then one day we met up and just kind of chit-chatted and kind of had those same ideas, kind of, I invited him. We were seeing each other at garage sales and estate sales and storage oh, auctions nice. for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Passing in the night. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you, you know, we basically had the same interests. So just like, I mean, I think one day we just, he came over, yep, he came over my uh, garage and kind of saw a bunch of stuff I had and he said, hey, you should check out the shop, Mantiques, over at Niles. I, I think from there it just kind of went off, you know what I mean? And kind of with my background with retail, uh, not saying it's the funnest thing in the world other than this kind of retail, which is kind of more of an independent retail job, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. We kind of do our own thing. But I, I definitely got to take that aspect to the kind of the Mantis world and kind of, yeah, so it's, it kind of, uh, I use that for the, I don't know, I guess you could say sort of cleaning up and organizing and stuff, which is cool to have. He opened up the door to let me do that and stuff. Oh, and yeah. now that we do that, you know, the customers come in and it's a little bit more flowing. And now since we moved to a bigger place, it's even crazier, but the place is just stuffed to the max. But we are really stoked to be on the Nile Strip. It's a mom and pop strip like we were talking about. There's no McDonald's, no right. Target on the Strip. Right, right. Which, you know, they are taking over. And just to have a nice little niche store where we have a nice family there, it's a family. We basically have our little group family of like six or seven of us that work at this shop. And we didn't just pick these people off the street. They. I mean, we kind of almost drilled them and kind of worked with them a little bit first Natural to see. selection. Yeah, <laughs> to make sure that, you know, that we are going to, you know, work out together. And it's, work, it's worked out great, you know. So, so, Mikey, it wasn't like an invasion of the body snatchers where you grew these pods and that's how you... Well, th we'll talk about that probably the next podcast because <laughs> that, I mean, we can go really deep inside. It. Yeah, but... Uh, so far, I mean, it, it's like I said, it's been a really awesome ride. It's been so, a really awesome ride. So if you were going to tell people here who have never been there, if you're going to describe what kind of things they can get at Mantiques, what would you, you know, how would, I, you, how would you even begin to describe Yeah, it? I mean, there's pretty much everything there. Other, I mean, the kitchen sink's there. Right. We can let you use that in the back. But honestly, what I usually tell people, it's, it's pop culture, things that you grew up with, things that like you, yeah, nostalgia, things that you didn't grow up with that you now are enjoy. I mean, there's so much stuff that we have there that's just just neat, interesting, knickknacks, records, comics, toys, oddities, um, weapons, coins, Bottles, yeah. puzzles. I, 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 you, I, you honestly name it, you got it. So it's I like think, a mixture. I think I've seen taxidermy there. Taxidermy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah seriously, I got mecha creeps there. There's so much stuff there. It's almost like a pop culture mecca. For anybody, you seriously, you can't walk in that store and find one thing that you're that's not going to connect to you. Yeah, for those regular listeners, if you didn't recognize the voice, Mike has been on the show before. He's Hello. basically the creator of Mecha Creech. Yes, and uh, has been on before. So, hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, anytime anybody's ever down in the Niles Fremont area, it's always worth checking out. I mean, not just for Mantiques. It's just the, everything, the culture and what's going on there and how it's staying alive. That's kind right. of the main thing that I got to say. Because, I mean, I remember the days going to Telegraph and Hate Street and there's just a mom and pop. Every single other store was a mom and pop. Yeah. You know, and the other stores were just restaurants that were mom and pops. And right. now it's the other way. Starbucks, Starbucks, Target. You know what I mean? Everything's yeah. kind of. So, yeah, it's nice to keep it live. Let, so, let, yeah, we, we do have Karen up on the satellite. Hi, so Karen. If she comes down to Niles... What could you interest her in? 
You can see what I have. Uh, we, got dead, we got dead batteries. Well, let, let, me, let me ask you this while we're replacing the batteries for Mike. Uh, Karen, if you were no, to have... No, I think Mike just turned it off. One, two, oh, there you go. If you were to have a shop up on the promenade, what kind of artifacts might you get from Mantiques to, to keep in the uh, satellite version of Mantiques? Anything in particular? Would it taxidermy, 7-Eleven cups? Uh, what, what? Those 7-Eleven cups are pretty sweet, and all mine, you know, cracked when I was a kid. So yeah. <laughs> I well, like talk about one now, but I was stupid because I had them, like, in the windowsill, right? So they oh. all got fried when I was a kid. So, yeah, I'd love to get some more of those 7-Eleven cups. Those, Speak, those were pretty awesome. I don't awesome. mean to interrupt you, but speaking of those 7-Eleven cups, do you guys remember those little secret surprises in the bottom of those 7-Eleven cups? What? No. Now, see, this is weird, because in my area, I would religiously go down to the 7-Eleven, and this is probably 75, 76. We'd go down, and I remember on the bottom of the 7-Eleven cup, you just pull out the bottom, and there was, like, either a disc you could, yeah, a disc you could fling, or a fake tattoo, what? something weird on the bottom. Now, it was like a Cracker Jack. Yeah, it was like a Cracker Jack toy on the bottom of these 7-Eleven so cups. people might have these cups, and they just never uh, took the bottom that, off. Yeah, yeah oh, I'm okay. waiting for somebody to walk oh, in with yeah. one of those, because I have yet to yeah. see one pop back into the store. So I'm waiting for somebody to find that one of those. That would be awesome. Oh, that's crazy. I've never seen that. Yeah, a little history. Yeah. Wow. Well, everybody check your 7-Eleven cups when you get home. That's and then right. hit me up. Now, as far as, like, uh, Internet, you guys have a web page, Facebook page. How, how can listeners find you guys out there? You know what? Mainly we just use Facebook, Instagram. We do have a web page out there, but I honestly would just hit up our, uh, our Facebook, Instagram, Mantiques, Toy Trauma. Uh, we're under there. Um, I also have a personal one, Swarms. Uh, we got Pumpkin Cutters. He has his own one because uh, he's got some pins, custom pins that he actually does and T-shirts. So you guys got to check that out. That's really cool. Some uh, really unique ideas. Um, I, the cool thing is with our store too, man, there's a, a lot of artists and a lot of like independent people kind of doing their own thing. And that's what I like about our store too. It kind of lets us do our thing uh, and we still are rocking out man teams. Yeah. So it's really fun here. I'm here with you guys right now being able to Right. Play some crazy intergalactic jams while I listen to you That's guys. Right. Yeah. Love it, love it. After we get done podcasting, Mike will be back playing some more tunes. I will. Yeah, I will. so please so. stick around. But, All right, uh, guys, thank you guys. You. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you. I guess we also have friends of the show here, Ray and Gail Orwig. Yeah. Can bring them up. And, uh, if you remember, back when they were on before, they did a book which basically covered like B-movie locations throughout California called Walking with Monsters. Yep. And uh, here's Ray right here. Welcome, Hi, welcome. Thank you. It was uh, it was fun when we came over for the podcast. That was a, that was a great afternoon. We enjoyed that. We had a That's lot right. of fun with you guys. We were able to talk with Ray at this last Creatures Con. We're excited about the new project. Any updates you can share with us at this point, or are we still kind of working? Okay, all right. Still working on it. It's, uh, the next one's going to be on uh, science fiction fantasy serials. Uh, 1919 is the earliest one we'll have, all the way up to the early 1950s. Wow. It's be about 50 different serials oh, wow. that we've covered in here. Radar Men from the Moon. Radar Men. I knew you probably mentioned Zombies that. from the Stratosphere. Zombies from the Stratosphere. Flat, Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Oh, Buck Rogers. That's going to be uh, all the, like, 
Green Hornet, Batman, all those Brick too? Or? We got Brick Bradford. Oh, okay. We got okay. Uh, a lot of a lot of interesting ones. A lot all of right. interesting ones. I think everybody will like this. That's cool. And we've got we're working. We got two more trips to LA to close out our our photography on it. And so we're hoping over the next year, year and a half, that we'll have our manuscript ready to go off to the publisher. So. Great. Is it uh, going to be uh, McFarland again? Uh, yeah, we're staying with McFarland. They've already uh, uh, given us a contract for it. And, uh, in oh, fact, great. that took, what was it, about 10 days from the time we sent in the proposal till they sent us the contract. Whereas oh, the first awesome. yeah, first time around, it took like two months. Oh. Um, <laughs> because we had to keep sending sample chapters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, this one was um, just one sample sa- chapter. and. They were good to go. A little more so. familiar with your work. A little so bit, yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. 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 Well, that, that's a lot of fun. Uh, cool. So two more trips, huh? Yeah, yeah. we've got um, one in April. Um, it's a Southern California coast, and then uh, a cleanup one in early June to get all the ones that we haven't been able to pick up so far. You know, personally, I haven't we're been down to... We're done with this. We keep finding stuff. <laughs> yeah, we keep finding... <laughs> yeah, somebody will put something on a, a you know, vacation website somewhere go wait a minute that that rock looks familiar we can we now we know what that is it's a lot of fun to look at the book and be like oh my gosh that's right you know and then moreover i haven't been down to la since getting the book but there's a couple of places i do want to hit up and just i I know you guys are telling the truth but i just want to take that picture for myself you know a selfie or whatnot so we got to tell them the story about when we were at the convention yeah, we were over at um, the last summer, the uh, Creatures Con. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And so we're sitting there, we were talking to somebody else. We were, they were, we were signing a book, and this couple walks by. They had already gotten the book, and so they're standing there waiting in line, and they come up and show us on their phone where they had gone down to um, Pfeiffer Beach, below Big Sur, where they shot The Terror with Boris Karloff oh, and Jack okay. Nicholson. Wow. And they stood in the spots where the actor stood, took the picture, and so we thought, ah, those are the kind of people we wrote that book for. <laughs> yeah. so, that, so this is The Terror, yeah. and not The Creeping Terror. No, not Creeping okay. Terror, although I can tell you where that is, too, but uh, oh, that's, okay. another, that's another book. Nicholson and Boris Karloff. So that was exciting to have somebody that come by that was cool. all stoked up about you know, right. that's, that's it was a, really great that they shared it with us too. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So that was uh, that was fun. That was that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I could imagine. Um, so as far as maybe next year, early next year, late next year, what, what are we what are we talking about? Maybe uh, for the probably a year or a year. Yeah. Okay, so it's out, out yeah. a bit. Um, once we finish principal photography in June. Um, we're, we're actually doing uh, captions for the photos now and, and creating Gail's doing the, uh, the synopses and the cast lists for all of those and, uh, and all of that stuff has to be coded afterwards yeah, yeah. Well, I remember the first book you were saying yes. that's what took the most time yeah so I could imagine that and indexing. <laughs> oh, Index, the yeah. indexing, yeah. That was my. That was how I spent my Christmas vacation from oh, my gosh. last year in school. Yeah, um, but it's yeah. But you know, now that we know the process, yeah, it, it's it, we right. think that'll go a lot faster. That's great. Great, Karen. You got anything to add or ask? Oh, just wondering, uh, you know, I know you guys have been doing conventions and some other stuff. Just if you had any other interesting uh, experiences or anecdotes you wanted to share with us. Um, 
Oh, uh, probably the, a year ago, the first uh, Creatures Con that we, we did, we were signing. Uh, we were going through, uh, talking to somebody, and this, these two people walk by, and one of them stops dead in front of our table and goes, that's them! They're there! And she's pointing at us, and I'm trying to focus on this other guy asking us questions. He said, I didn't do it. And <laughs> she was referring to us being on the Creature Features show. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so she's jumping up and down, and I'm thinking, now I know what all those celebs that we got autographs from <laughs> over the decades must have felt like sitting behind the table uh, when, when we would come over. <laughs> oh, look, there's Christopher Lee, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then she, had, she wanted to have a picture taken with us, and oh, we're like, wow. oh, this is really yeah. funny. You know? well, so that cool. was kind of an interesting reversal there. That, that's probably one of the funniest stories that I can think cool. of. That's great. That's great. And, and so as far as, like, getting your information on the Internet, if listeners want to find out more about well, how about just information on how to get the book yeah um That'll yeah we have uh if you go to mcfarland press and okay. just type our last name in or type in where monsters walked okay um they will give it they'll have the book in there um we're going to be doing uh creatures con again next year um and so we'll be doing that and uh, as will we <laughs> pardon me yes i know as yes, will we. We'll yes, be there too. <laughs> and um well we already we just yeah, did we in a uh, about 17 different authors over at the Fremont Library. Oh, yeah, I know there's some stuff at the Fremont Library, so you guys are still doing yeah, that, too. Indie, it was an indie book program, so that was a lot of fun. Oh, cool, cool, oh. okay. And then we're doing, in February, we're going to be speaking uh, before the uh, one of the Rotary Clubs down in the South Bay here. Oh, nice. And uh, yes. so we've got that, and uh, yeah. Most of the time is spent working on the next book. Right. So we can right. get it out there. We, we're yeah, anxious the most, to get... The most fun part is going through all the serials again, though. <laughs> all right. Well, right now, we've worked our way up to... Uh, where are we now? Radar Men. Oh, we're up to Radar Men from the Moon, alphabetically. So we're almost done with our second second review. I, it's, we thought originally having 50 serials, it's... That's probably not going to be too bad, but you figure each serial is three to four hours yeah. of screen time. Oh, wow. And so lot. it's probably as many hours of you know film that we have to review as the first book when it was 160 films. So yeah, that's well, it's pretty much the same. So even though it's only 50 or so serials, it's still, yeah, it's still a lot of screen time. A lot of yeah. screen yeah, time, yeah. Sort of, a, sort of a, a broad category because uh, our publisher said we could you use things that have like Reagan, things like that. Oh. Sort of semi-sci-fi, just so we can... Invisibility gas. Yeah, oh, we've got all kinds of stuff. So uh, it'll be... I, I think everybody's going to enjoy it. They'll, they'll have fun reading it. Right, type faster. Type faster. Type faster. Yes, we, we will. We will. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. You bet. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Right. Give them a round of applause. <laughs> well, it's that time in the podcast for our sensor sweep. And uh, we don't have anything to share. What we did is we brought a bunch of things that, wow, you guys have already gone to the prize wheel. I see our, our mountain of... It's gone. Yeah. It's now like a molehill of prizes. If you just showed up, uh, you can spin the wheel. We have some items that didn't quite make it on the sensor sweep. Um, go ahead and spin the wheel. Best of luck to you. There's beverages and tasty foods in the back. Go ahead and get yourself a cup of blue milk or a bantha burger and a jawa juice and and enjoy yourselves here at the seven stars bar and grill uh kick it up to the satellite 
Karen, is there anything you want to uh, touch on or mention or ask about the Seven Stars Barn Grill, being that you're up in the satellite? Well, we need to get Paul over here, right, to talk a little bit about the bar? That sounds like uh, a good idea. Paul had to leave. Oh, Paul had to yeah, leave. Never so mind. We're, we're oh, well, Never then mind. that's not a great idea. Uh, no, I'm just really happy that we were able to, to work with them, that they uh, welcomed, uh, welcomed us in to uh, use the, uh, the bar and... and uh, have so many great people show up and uh, again just you know really excited that uh, we've gotten such great support from so many folks uh, yes. for the podcast and just hope we can uh, you know keep delivering uh, shows and if people have ideas right. we'd love to hear you know hear from them and uh, uh, just thanks for showing up today guys very good thank you now let me ask you guys if we do this again are you going to show up again oh, yeah. yeah is it all right And how many, I, I, I don't know if I want to ask this or not, but <laughs> how many people here actually listen to the podcast? Yeah, we got We got some postcards here so you can grab them before you leave and hopefully listen to us in the future. Get on Facebook, give us some likes. All right, well, thank you all for coming out. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Bob. Hey. You all take care. Watch out for each other, and uh, may the force be with you. Yay. <laughs> All right, let's get Mikey up here to spin some more tunes. All right, uh, Mikey. There he is. He's ready. He's ready to go. On that note, this will conclude this transmission from Planet 8. We would like to thank all of our intergalactic audience for listening. Be sure to head on over to our website at www.planet8podcast.blogspot.com where you can get more information on this episode's topic. For more conversation, find us on Twitter at Planet8Cast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Planet8Podcast. We want to thank you guys for tuning in each and every episode. We look forward to your input and opinions. Until next time, this is Planet 8, signing off. End transmission. By George, he's got it. It is the end.